TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your life. Welcome to Wellness Women Radio for the women with big dreams who dare to be different and who want to thrive in health, work and play. Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston bring you a weekly podcast to help you master true health and create an exceptional life. This episode of Wellness Women Radio is very proudly brought to you by Dinner Twist. Dr. Ashley and I want to let you in on a little secret of how we maintain our healthy whole foods lifestyle with very little time. And one of those ways is actually with Dinner Twist. So they plan, they shop, they deliver everything to our door to take all of the guesswork out of having really healthy meals for dinner each night. Um, I love Dinner Twist because they are a locally family-owned business here in Perth in Western Australia, and all of their produce is locally sourced and seasonal. So they are really invested in all of their suppliers as well, which is absolutely amazing. Everything is so fresh. Uh, Ashley and I both get the Wholesome Box, which is naturally gluten and dairy-free as well, and is very consistent with a paleo-type lifestyle as well. Uh, so it's, you know, completely consistent with, you know, the way that we want to eat and want to feed our loved ones too. This is also how I trick Dean into thinking that I can actually cook. So seriously, if I can do it, everybody can trust me. And their recipes are so delicious. They also have other options apart from the wholesome box. So they have a family box for bigger size families and express box. If you're really short on time, uh, as well as a vegan box too. Now, we would love to give you the opportunity for you to actually try Dinner Twist and realize how healthy, how delicious and how fresh it is, but also how much easier this is going to make life as well. So we have a special promo code for you, and that is going to give you $35 off your first box. And that is WWR for Wellness Movement Radio. Um, So we would love you to uh, try for yourself. Don't take my word for it, but let me know what you think. Without further ado, ladies, onto the show. Hey there, wonderful listeners. Thank you so much for smashing the, uh, I guess, start of the year into 2019 with us here on Wellness from Radio. It's really exciting to have you with us. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and thanks for tuning in for what we hope is going to be, our, I reckon, our best year yet. We plan on uh, seeing, I guess, some some growth in terms of what we chat about and who we connect with and, you know, some really amazing people we'd love to interview this year. So, yeah, excited. Andrea, how has your year started? Uh, it's been a little bit crazy. Hey, happy new year, Ash. This is the first time that her and I are, um, seeing each other, even though it's not in person, but, uh, seeing each other for the new year. And we're very happy to be back with you for our fourth year now, uh, which is just crazy. Um, I think by August, it'll be four years, but still, um, we're going into our fourth year of recording, which is pretty incredible. Uh, so I'm so glad for that too, because that's just a, I guess, an indicator of our continued love of, I guess, sharing knowledge and growing ourselves while we help others, you know, learn new things along the way too. And I think that's pretty exciting because it, I guess, reinforces for me that you and I don't stop. We don't. Yeah. Kind of rest on our laurels of knowing. We want to know more and grow, which is, uh, I think, probably a good, good foundation for teaching, isn't it? You've got to keep learning if you want to teach what's what's current and what's valuable. 
Exactly. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so the start of my year has been a um, little bit nuts. I had my entire family over here for the Christmas holiday break um, and they all, you know, the last of them left on Saturday, which means that I haven't really had that normal space and sort of time to really sit down and anchor into what I want to do and achieve and, and who I want to be this year as well. Um, so that is definitely something that is on my to-do list that I need to carve um, space for um, that I will do this weekend, but I'm happy to share a bit of that with you and, and that process um, on the, the podcast today. And we're hoping to inspire you a little bit about what the potential can be for you this year. Ash, how's yeah. yours started? Oh, look, much the same. We're on the other side of the country, so with a three-hour time zone difference, a bit of jet lag, even though it's only three hours, gosh, it makes a difference whether it's 3 a.m. or 6 a.m. It definitely <laughs> does. Yeah. Oh, I wholeheartedly agree. And like you, busy, busy with family, which is just such a blessing. We're so gifted to have, you know, wonderful family and friends. It was amazing, but it's just like it's all or nothing. It's all go, 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 go. Um, and then we get home, it's like, oh, you know, time to breathe again. So a bit like you, you know, I have not had space to to dive into what I want from this year and what I'd love to achieve, um, which is so interesting. It's such a different process with a child. I've just been fascinated in the years since Oliver's been born, just how different your mindset has to be to, to deal with the challenges that uh, are ongoing. And yeah, 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 that's been an interesting one because it's not it used to be, you know, goal setting often used to be something very much about me, I, myself, you know like you said who do I have to be and this time around it's something a little bit different it's uh it just requires a little bit more awareness that I can't just go you know traipsing off to my favorite conference on the other side of the planet whenever I want to oh damn I was hoping we were gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly like I I totally would be that person to go hey June let's go to Vegas (laughs) yeah definitely um but unfortunately no not that so yes like you we just gotta take the time now to sit down and work on things but the beauty is that, you know, ladies, today we're going to share with you some of the foundations that serve us so well, um, even with the, the craziness in our lives and the things that go on and, um, you know, opportunities sometimes that are missed. There's still foundations that we can rest back on and default to, um, which is pretty wonderful because you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know, you find a formula that works for you and you just need to then allow yourself the space and time to go through the process. Yes, And I think that's, you know, where we're at right now. We both need to just sit quietly and go through that process. Um, and I, I'm kind of interested, actually, because I don't know if I've ever actually asked you directly, you know, what is it that you do? How do you do it? Because I know I have my my sort of space, my process that I work with. Um, but I, I think today we're going to share some, some tips and insights that will be, I guess, an insight to the inner workings of us and to how we, you know, keep our positivity, our mindset strong and keep that focus and drive and, you know, how we default back to a positive space even when bad things happen. And that's a really important thing uh, to have in your life that you're not ever going to be immune. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, um, your age, you know, relationships, anything. You're never going to have a period in life that's purely smooth sailing. There's just life it's designed to challenge us there's things that uh, you know force us away from our visions and our goals you know this is why so many people get so mm. frustrated with themselves because they set goals at the beginning of the year with great intentions great ideals but then life gets in the road and you know maybe an unexpected event occurs or a new curveball maybe a new relationship a new experience a new job opportunity whatever it might be and suddenly you know we can't uphold the goals we set because maybe they were too small and suddenly the world has opened 
opened up and we really could have much bigger, more dynamic goals, or maybe the goals seemed a bit too big and we weren't able to achieve them, setting ourselves up for a sense of some degree of failure, which mm. um, I think, you know, this is why I love the process I use because you can't lose, <laughs> you can't fail, you can only just keep keep doing great things. So uh, we'll share that with you. So Andrew, I'd love to ask you, what do you do? What are you going to share with us today? That's, I guess, your your formula for keeping a year, you know, high vibes, inspired, motivated, you know, and pulling yourselves out of those, those gray zones or the dumps when they occur, because they inevitably occur. <laughs> Oh, there's, oh, there's so much to that question because I think it's, it's multi-layered. Um, I think the way that I start my year is I, what I'm actually thinking of is actually the end of the year when I start it. So by the end of 2019, how do I want to feel? What is going to, what do I need to do this year that's going to get me to the end and make me feel like I have, uh, you know, had a, had a worthwhile year, I guess, for lack of a better word, um, feel like I'm contributing to the planet, feel like I am on purpose and feel like I'm still, you know, moving in a positive direction and, and keep challenging myself, I guess. Um, so instead of just, you know, thinking about punishing myself and saying, oh, I've got to lose 10 kilos or I've got to, um, you know, quit smoking or whatever the ridiculous news resolutions usually are with most people. <laughs> um, I, I try to keep it as more of a, like an overarching big picture type thing. Like, okay, what is my why? What is my purpose here on the planet? What is it that I'm trying to achieve? And what steps do I need to take this year to sort of make sure that I'm on track and and that I'm doing that? And then I usually break it down into a few different categories. So for example, because, you know, we've got the wellness room, there's definitely going to be goals and insights um, and motivations that I have for you and I uh, that we're going to go through on Tuesday. So I'm really looking forward to doing that. That's going to be amazing. We'll break down the year and we'll talk about, you know, what we're going to do with the 28 day reset and how we're going to revamp that and, um, you know, how we want to grow the podcast and do more live events for you guys and all of those sorts of things. So that's one sort of section. Um, The practice is an entity all into itself. So I have to, you know, do this process for the practice and my team and everybody else there as well. But then there's also, you know, I guess my, my Dr. Andrea brand and what I want to do with that, um, this year with my, um, I guess my teachings and things too. And then there's me personally. Um, but then there's me in my family unit as well. So I have to, um, remember that, you know, I still have to be, uh, not completely selfish when it comes to my family and what, you know, Dean's wants and desires are for the year and how I'm going to, um, make sure that I'm still really connecting with my family and also with, um, you know, Tiaki, he's not getting any younger. Um, so, you know, the dogs too, they're just as much a, a part of our family. So, um, I guess every decision that I sort of make, I have to kind of think about those layers, but then for each of those things, there's then thinking about things like, okay, so what might be some health goals for me this year? And I can break that down into, you know, things like nutrition goals. Um, I know for me this year, it's the year that I've got to take care of um, my delightful little parasite that I have. I'm sure I've shared with you before, Ash, that I, in one of my India trips, picked up blastocystis hominis and I'm starting to become a little bit symptomatic with that. So I think I've got to do something about that now. It's uh, the time is, the time is right. Um, And, you know, just those sorts of things like, you know, how do I want my energy levels to be how can I continue to maintain those Um, and then I'll have um, you know financial goals and then I'll have you know education goals and all sorts of things so it's 
There's a lot that goes into that. And it's a multi sort of spoked wheel. And Ash, I think you've talked about those sort of seven facets of of life um, that you sort of focus on. And um, for me, sort of my headspace is, is going to be a big one that I think I need to focus on a little bit more this year about, you know, just that mindfulness, that presence, but also um, making sure that I'm allowing enough time or space or capacity for joy um, and really Definitely. and really thinking about, okay, what are the things that actually really truly bring me joy? Um, because I don't know if I actually allowed enough space for that last year. Um, and that's something that sort of keeps coming up for me. Um, and you know, the things that bring me joy might be completely different to other people's. For example, I get the most amount of satisfaction from sitting in the sun with a cup of coffee, reading research papers, like, (laughs) you know, for me, that is such a, a happy place for me. Um, but I also think that, um, I think I do need to have a little bit more play. So you know, maybe not being so heavily in my headspace and heavily in, you know, maybe medical journals and, and more. <laughs> maybe looking at that inner child a little bit, possibly. Oh, I love that. And what a what a valuable tool that is to realize. Just I mean, if a lady's listening, it's sometimes hard because we, we have these goals and, you know, we often set goals for ourselves, but then you can see there that, you know, Andrew, you've you factored in personal stuff you factored in business-based things you know team you and i team you and dean like team you and tiaki it's just <laughs> and loki, how dynamic you know one yeah <laughs> dynamic and loki of course how dynamic we have to be to um work towards these things and i think that whole insight of you know who do you have to be because a lot of people start with that idea of you know like you said begin with the end in mind you you Mm -hmm. start at the end of the year and you work backwards so that you can build that year out in a way that's going to get you that end goal which is you know the vision you have for the final part of the year um but so many people have this idea and i know that uh, john d martin talks about this a lot and it always resonates with me because it just for me just makes so much sense um often people work in the thing of you know this idea that, you know, I want to have all this stuff, so I have to do these things, but they never actually talk about, well, who do I have to be, you know, to bring about the circumstances, opportunities, possibilities to be able to do those things, which will eventuate in the haves. So, you know, it's almost yeah. like reverse engineering and yeah. this concept of bringing it, um, you know, bring it in reverse to be able to understand, you know, what what actually needs to happen, not just these far-fetched, flung-out goals that don't have enough clarity or direction because by reverse engineering it, you can actually break it down, like you said, into into parts, chunk it down into smaller pieces that actually become very doable and achievable. So that's something that's so powerful when it comes to goal setting and, um, you know, sticking to the vision you have for yourself because you've Mm. got to keep that vision alive otherwise other people's stuff tends to deviate you you know you just something comes up someone else says this you know maybe self-esteem drops a point in time and someone says oh you should be doing this and you think oh well i wanted to do this but yeah i should be doing that and suddenly you start compromising and that's when we fail to achieve you know our full potential we fail to be the very best version of ourselves um and fail to achieve the vision we have for ourselves and it nearly always comes down to that concept of compromise because we let something give um, in place of what maybe someone else wants for us. So, yeah, it's it's a very powerful tool to sit down for 
20 minutes, an hour. I mean, in some cases, a day or an entire weekend, whatever it takes and whatever you have opportunity for. Um, but to actually specifically lock in that time and space to do so, um, I think is probably the most powerful thing you can do to start the year well. And I also like, I love this time of year because it's almost like the possibilities are endless. And whenever I am doing, you know, the practicality of, okay, figuring out what I want um, for this year, I also just love that idea of also thinking big and thinking about things that scare you a little bit. So in this entire, you know, like realm of endless possibility, um, what would be the most incredible things that could happen? And then just going, okay, so if this is something that I really want, is this achievable? And if so, how? And then you can kind of sort of break down things into their smaller parts because it's all very well and good to have these incredible goals for the year and to go through that process. But unless you actually have strategies in place, it's just dreaming, right? It's not actually um, bringing things into their, uh, you know, into existence. It's not having the discipline to create the life that you actually want. It's just, it literally is just daydreaming. So then the daily rituals come into play to how to or for how to bring these things into reality every single day um, because it's not just about having discipline or focus for one day a year and then letting everything fall by the wayside and becoming a product of what everybody else wants and all of their desires and intentions. It's about, you know, making sure that you have that foresight and that discipline every day to uh, get, get to the point where you want. Does that make sense, Ash? Oh, absolutely. And I think this is something that uh, for a lot of people, if you've never done um, work, you know, with and on for yourself, it's really hard because this idea of like just people just, I'll oh, just set some goals for the year. I'll just, why don't you do some news resolutions? And it all sounds so like, <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. I, I want to earn $100,000. I want to do this. And it's all these, you know, want, want, wants. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people miss is this opportunity to go backwards and say, okay, it's nice to want those things, but what do I actually have to do? Yeah. What steps have to be in place? And then who do I have to be and who do I need on my team to achieve that? Exactly. Um, you know, what support do I need? Uh, who do I need to talk to? Who do I contact? What connections do I need? Like all of these things that are the practicalities because it, otherwise it's just literally just a wish out to the universe, which is great. And that's where energy starts. You know, energy goes where energy flows. So mm -hmm. this idea you start with the energy you want, put it out there, but then you actually still have to do something. You have to take action. It's like wishing you're going to win lots but actually not buying a ticket like you actually have to do something you've got to put yourself out there and you need to take action so um yeah i think that's the, the missing link for most people in regards to success or not is uh is the action the actual stepping stones to get there and often we're limited because we're i guess some in some ways sometimes intimidated you know we say we want mm. something and then maybe you're getting halfway through the year and it's not coming to fruition so it could be you know, I guess uninspiring. It no longer seems so motivating to go for that because we're not getting somewhere with it. And I always say to people, look, the vision's right. Just chunk it down further. You know, make yes. it smaller. What smaller pieces yeah, can you exactly. make? The vision's right. The vision's always right. If you believe it, if you believe it's possible, then it is. 
but you need to make sure you do some things that are going to create that possibility um, and open those doorways for yourself. And that's then when it's like, okay, break it down one step further. You know, don't give up on the idea. Don't give up on the dream. Just let's take it back to bite-sized pieces and what can we do first? And that's usually where we start to open that door of like, oh, yeah, but I could do this. Great. Step in the right direction. Oh, but what if you do? Yes. Awesome. Still stepping in the right direction. You know, as long as you're moving the direction you want to, then you are clearly doing the right thing. So, um, yeah, I think I love I love that process. And you go through a very similar process to myself. I think that's something that's, you know, it shows you that there's, when I say success principles, um, the very first thing you mentioned, you know, that reverse engineering, begin with the end in mind is one of those foundations of Stephen Covey's seven principles of success of mm. highly, you know, highly effective people. And I think that's, that's so universal and it comes across in business, in life, in family, in health, in so many aspects. So, yeah. I think it's uh, pretty cool to see that we both very well aligned in that area. And Asha, talk me through the rest of your process as well. So you always, you too, you begin with the end in mind. I love that. Awesome. What else? To some degree, I've got to be honest though, it's changed. Um, with, you know, the change into family life, I have had to be a little bit more patient with myself. I can't quite do things the way I used to. And that's not a diminishing factor. It's just about being adaptable and versatile, changing mm-hmm. a little, you know, adapting to circumstance and opportunity and saying, okay, well, you know, this has changed. So let me see what else is possible. Um, I know for the first year of all this life, I did was really poor at that. I just couldn't adapt. And I didn't know how to shift this. Like you've got this beautiful pattern and process. And that's exactly the same thing I had. But the problem with that was it didn't allow me room to to kind of evolve into the motherhood role. I was still driving, driving, driving with all these goals and visions and it didn't give flexibility or freedom. So I dare to challenge mums if you're struggling a bit like I did or, you know, sometimes still do in the way of how do you balance it all? How do you meet your own needs along with the needs of your family. Um, and I've only got one child. Heaven help women with four, five, six or more. Yes. You know, I have hats off completely because I really have great admiration and respect for the, I guess, to some degree, self-sacrifice that has to come to be able to grow others. And that's the beauty as well. I think it's almost being a role of a teacher, isn't it? You've got to give to be able to help others grow. Um, yeah. Yeah. So for me personally, I have found, like I've always done this, but this was just like a sort of, it was just the starting point and then I'd evolve and grow my concept from there. I love choosing one word. I have I found this when I was overseas. So it would have been around 2010 or 2011 I started to use this and basically it was choosing a word for the year that really you know, I can anchor onto. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a word, you know, a positive word or an intention word, uh, something that allows me to focus my goals and directions on that word each time. So, for example, you know, there could be words. Um, my year when I was overseas, traveling naturally was explore, but explore mm-hmm. just didn't mean explore the world. Explore meant explore myself, my own inner workings, you know, explore my relationships, explore the world, explore culture, explore language, explore people. Like it really set the tone for all of the things that I wanted to achieve in that year. Um, And then, you know, other years, there's so many different words. Let's just run through some ideas. So ladies, if you're thinking, oh, what do you mean by a word? Um, It's usually a describing word or an adjective or something that, you know, resonates with you. So it could be words like, you know, faith or joy, healing, um, connection, gratitude, unity, uh, gift, giving, give, love, learning, openness, um, forgiveness, kindness, 
growth, uh, evolution, evolve, like anything like that that gives you that sense of like something, some development, some change, something that you want. Um, so I know that, you know, I asked Peter this yesterday actually and it's really, really strange. We both almost in, in came up with the exact same word, which I thought was phenomenal. Um, I always shortlist three, I get down to three and then just sit on those words and find out what, what really resonates for me. And we came down to the word connect or connection. Um, oh, and that awesome. was a really interesting calling for what both of us need right now, you know, in our life, in our family, just really diving into, you know, deeper relationship, um, connection with others, connecting back to the core of who we are, what we do, how we achieve things. Um, and so there's a lot of strength in that word for me. So that's the word I'm going to anchor onto for this year. Um, and then from there, you've that same process you described of setting some goals around that in all the different aspects of your life. So connection, you know, connection to say to finance, let's get a better understanding and connect more with understanding how and where the money's going and what I'm going to do with that money. Um, connection in family, let's have a look at how our relationship's going, where we can connect better and more and differently, how we can evolve and expand that connection. Um what else? Health, connection, connection to self, connection to self-love, the art of slowing down, giving, you know, gratitude for what is, um, connecting to some of the things that have always worked for me mm-hmm. that maybe I've gone away from of last sort of few years. Um, so that for me is really, you know, what it comes down to. Interestingly, the other two words I had there were um, – the patience was another word because that's something that I found last year really struggled with, with patience, being patient about the process <laughs> on all different levels. Yeah. Uh, so that idea of patience. And another word that really resonated with me is cultivate, you know, almost like sow the seeds. And sometimes like right now where I'm with Oliver, I can't drive, drive, drive. I'm not in a massive phase of massive growth in some ways. Instead, I want to cultivate. So really put the the work in now. This is the the sowing the seeds, the tending to the soil, the yeah. fertilizing the garden, really looking after things so that I can reap those benefits maybe next year or the year after, you know. So it's that, that idea of, of putting something in now that I'll be able to reap rewards for at a future time. Um, oh, yeah, I love that. And that's, that's so positive, um, Ash, and I love that that idea of cultivating and you're making um, the best of the situation where you can't necessarily just push, push, push right now. Um, exactly. And that's the beauty too because you still feel like you're moving in the right direction. There's absolutely. still a sense of purpose and belonging and ownership over your own life, you know, that idea of self-fulfillment that you can actually do something to make yourself happy, you know, that idea that I'm still acting in the way that's congruent with my beliefs and what I want for myself. Mm-hmm. And then from that point going, okay. And the most important thing is, you know, when things come up, you've got to be able to discern whether or not those things that are being asked of you or offered to you um, are moving you in alignment with what you want for the year. So with the simplicity of a single word, you know, someone could say, oh, do you want to do blah, 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 this, this and this? Mm -hmm. And I'd have to, in my mind, say, does that honour my idea of connection for this year? And if it doesn't, it's really simple to say yes or no. And if it does, I grab it with all the, you know, open hands and opportunities. Like, wow, that's really, you know, that's really on track with what I want for this year. Yeah. And so it opens possibilities. Even if you didn't know that's exactly what you wanted, it's just expanding possibilities. Um, And it's closing the doors on things that are not moving you the direction you actually really want. So um, sometimes, you know, goals are great, but sometimes you can't list them all down and memorize them all the time so you stay focused. One word can anchor you into all of those goals and that's the power of that. 
And it almost gives you like a filter for how you're um, seeing the world and how you're accepting things. And yeah, Ash, I think that's amazing. And I also think that the amount you achieve despite you feeling like you're going at a slow pace is still so far above and beyond what most people would be able, would be capable of even without, you know, any kind of time constraints. So, uh, I think well, that's it's amazing. All relative, right? It's we all totally relative. Yeah. And absolutely. we all have our own, you know, beliefs and, and we all have our own, I guess, visions for ourselves and our family and our lives. So for me personally, you know, this is the, I hate to say it, but you've just done something I'm really trying not to do this year. Connection is connection about real, meaning don't compare yourself to others. You know, yeah. stop comparing, stop the comparisons. It doesn't serve. It's not making me feel better about myself. You know, oh, but so-and-so, you're saying I'm great. And then I'm saying, yeah, but so-and-so has four kids and she's doing this, this and this. And I, you know, I don't even, I'm not even doing half of that. And diminishing myself is absolutely not in alignment or congruency with this idea of connection. So for me, Good. that's a nice way of filtering that, saying, love the compliment. Thank you very much. But comparing is not helping. So I'm not going to do that. Um, so yeah, that's why I just think for every everybody, it's so easy to get caught up in writing out long lists of, you know, resolutions and goals and goal setting and setting all this time and writing out all these things and spending a lot of effort. Um, But sometimes it's the simplest things that can work so well. So I dare to challenge you, if you find, you know, the idea of listing out your goals or writing out resolutions, it's just a bit painful, don't. <laughs> Try my strategy of working with one word and uh, yeah. see how it works for you. The nice thing about working with one word as well, if you choose to do so and you think about it, you know, for the purpose of growth, you could actually say, this is my overarching one word for the year, but then I'm going to use one word for each month to focus my alignment that's going to bring me to the end of the year with that one word that I'm my vision's for. So you could actually break it into smaller words along the way and say, great, all right, so January is all about gratitude. I'm really grateful for everything that happened last year. I'm really grateful about all the things. Say thank you for all my Christmas presents. Say thank you for all my, you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. And then move into, you know, maybe the next month and say, great, so February is all about simplicity. Let's simplify the processes, make everything work better. Let's sharpen the, you know, sharpen the saw, so to speak. Let's things uh, work simpler with less resistance. And you could even use each of those months to, you know, to find tune some of the things that are not serving you in your life does that make sense yeah yeah definitely yeah I love that that's awesome okay so uh ladies this is something that I've been asking all of my patients to do as well was to have a think about what their health goals are for the year and we asked them or I asked them to list down at least 10 things which might sound ridiculous like how can you have 10 different health goals but trust me it's easier than you think and then what the purpose of that is to bringing people into your team to help to hold you accountable but also to help you pave a path forwards as well and i think that this is one of the really key things to success for whatever your goals might be is to enlist your team so find the people that are going to help you to get where you need to go and whether or not that's you know in health and finances or whatever it might be so find your expert right? And make sure that they're part of your team and part, they have, you know, are are willing to uphold that vision that you have for yourself for the year and in the future. So find that person who can be that, um, I guess, you know, that beacon of expertise that you need for whatever field that is in. And then I always find that enrolling or enlisting your girlfriends in this as well, 
for that support and accountability is so, so very useful too. And for me, I am all about accountability. I need people to be constantly saying to me, how are you going with this? Um, you know, what, what's happening with this? And so that's what my team of, you know, like cheerleaders of support are there for as well to, to keep me on board, to keep me on track, to make sure that I'm staving off that procrastination um, and to, you know, have that support as well, which is so, so valuable. Um, and then from there, try and pave out some daily rituals and some habits each day that is going to help to, you know, just each day take one step closer to what that goal might be. Um, for me when, and I know I've talked about this quite a few times on the podcast, but when I really do need to have um, boundaries and discipline and really good, strong habit forming things, then I will do the hundred day gong. So I will choose say five things that I'll either introduce or take out. So for example, it might be, um, you know, reading different research journals every day or, um, you know, having, having no chocolate for a hundred days. And I'm still on, I still haven't had chocolate by the way. My, uh, you know, aversion therapy that I put myself through is working really well. <laughs> um, so whatever it might be every day for a hundred days. And if you skip a day or you forget, you have to go back to day one because, you know, a deal is a deal. Uh, and I find that for me, that is excellent, really good, strong habit forming, um, you know, I guess actions that help to keep my focus and attention and intention on whatever it is that I'm trying to achieve. So if that really resonates with you, ladies, go back and listen to the episode that we sort of broke that down a little bit more for you. Or if you want more information about that, let us know, because we can definitely send you some more details. Um, Ash, when people are trying to really achieve their health goal, and I know that we're running out of time here, so we'll quite try and wrap this up quickly. And then we'll do definitely, we'll do another podcast on our specific daily rituals so that you can see what the day in a life of a wellness woman is like. <laughs> um, but when, you know, your patients come to you and they, they have a particular goal, for example, for the healthy mind, what sort of things do you encourage them to do to, to achieve that? I think the most important thing is you exactly as you said is firstly choose who's on your team. So yeah. you know if you have a goal for health and well-being, let's say increasing fitness and strength, let's just use something really simple. Um, you then need to decide, okay, so the how? Are you going to do it at home with your own home fitness equipment? Mm -hmm. uh, are you going to do it at a gym? Are you going to go outdoors? Are you going to go to a you know fitness club? What? Where are you going to do it? And then if you okay, okay well I want to do it at my own home, great. So what equipment do you need? Let's make it simple and then outline that equipment that needs to be there. So go out and get that ready. So you've got to be prepared. It's all about that preparation process. And then from there saying, okay, so now that that's it, who's going to do the planning? Like who's going to do the training programs? Is that something you can do yourself or do you need to get someone else to do that for you online, digitally or in person? Like, mm -hmm. So it's really about breaking down and being very specific. And that's what you said about the goal setting, you know, being really specific about um, the who, the how, the, the what, the where, because otherwise things get wishy-washy. You just say, I just want to get fit and strong this year. And, <laughs> you know, it becomes very open-ended. It yeah. might be something you just start for a little while or, oh, I saw this eight-week challenge. I'm just going to go do this fitness eight-week thing. What happens at the end of eight weeks? You know, are you going to continue? What's in place to make you feel supported and motivated and 
who is going to kick you up the backside when you inevitably fall off the wagon? You know, someone, mm-hmm. there's always temptation to fall away from things that are working for us. This is the funny thing about human nature, isn't it? We're doing really well with something and all of a sudden there's a holiday or, you know, there's a friend's, you know, gathering or there's a something and we then deviate away from the plan. So um, just making sure that you've got a, a clear framework, you've got your team in place, you've got your commitments you've made to yourself and then starting you know, literally saying, on this date, I am going to do this and sticking to it, holding yourself accountable to it. Of course, there's all sorts of variations that can throw there. And, you know, if something changes your start date, then set it again. Don't just like, oh, well, I'll do it when I think I'm ready (laughs) because that could be six months down the track. So really, you know, just you've got to do the hard work eventually, whether it be day one or day 21, um, you have to put your head into it and you have to use a bit of willpower to overcome the challenge. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ash, I love that. And just one other thing that I want to sort of leave off is that I know that we can get very caught up in this idea of, um, you know, goals and achieving and all of those sorts of things, but there's always a greater purpose to that. Um, but don't forget the things that you've achieved in the past. And don't forget to celebrate those wins along the way as well. Um, it's amazing for your neurotransmitters. It's amazing for locking in really good habits is to actually celebrate when you do hit your goals or when you do, you know, achieve something and have the the win or the celebration in mind when you're setting them. So, uh, you know, once you achieve X, Y, Z, what is the payoff? What's the trade-off? What's the win? What are you going to do to, you know, celebrate that achievement? How great is that? Um, oh, and that. don't we deserve it too? We're so we're so frugal. Oh, often so. we don't, you know, serve ourselves. We're often, you know, happy to give to others or do things for other people. But we don't turn around and look in the mirror and say, "Hey, you are worthy, babe. You've done a great job. Well done, you." Um, Women that's are why... terrible at that. <laughs> yeah. They're absolutely terrible about putting themselves in the spotlight and actually celebrating their own achievements and wins. Yeah. So no, I'm all, I'm all for that. And that was partly why we took our little spa, you know, session that day yes. was like, say, we could easily have put it off. I know there was other things we could have done on that day that probably would have been more effective in terms of time management, but we had to put ourselves first just for half a day, just for us. Um, yeah. No excuses, you know, no compromise, just locking it in and making it happen. So, you know, I really encourage all of you to do the same thing. And even though it's only January, you can still reward yourself. <laughs> if you didn't get a chance to do something nice for yourself last year, but catch up for it now. You know, you deserve to. So um, there's a good time. There's some sales on. There might be a designer handbag that you've, you know, covered for the last <laughs> years. And you're like, finally, you know, I deserve that. It's mine. Um, but whatever makes you happy and makes joy, I guess that's the key. You know, if it's a, a chill out session, a massage, or if it's just getting your nails done, or if it's having a quiet time at the hairdresser with no one nagging you, turning your phone off, um, whatever mm-hmm. it is that makes you feel like you're giving yourself some space and self-love, encourage you to do that start the year off with the i guess the energy and the feeling you want to have at the end of the year i that's why i think self-wells you know can really start the year off well because you go oh you know you start feeling fresh feeling energized feeling you know i guess nurtured and nourished and all these things that feel good and hopefully you can hold those vibes all the way through the year and make this one of your best years yet yeah yeah. Oh, I love that. I think that that's a, probably a great uh, note or message for us to wrap up on. So ladies, we want to hear what are your goals for the year in particular? What are your health? What are your hormonal goals? Uh, if you need help with this, we are absolutely here to help as well. If you feel comfortable enough posting on social media, we would love that. So that is Facebook 
forward slash facebook.com forward slash the wellness women or we're on instagram at the wellness women official um you can also communicate with us uh by our website so the wellnesswomen.com.au and remember if you do need specific help with any of these things um that is absolutely what we are here for so you can uh, contact us via that way ladies until next week be well This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.